Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast. My name's Will DeFriesen. Here with me, my loyal co-host, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, how's it going today? Oh, it's going all right, man. I'm feeling extra. I, I don't know. The lights are off. It's a little dark in here. It's just very, it's a little sultry. You this is our I mean? first ever Night Lux episode it's a of Night Lux uh, Retail episode. Therapy. That's, that's what it kind of feels like right now. <laughs> we do have one programming note to get ahead of today. Our producer, Randy, is out sick. So we will have no video for today's episode, but that's okay. Out of out of any episode that he could be sick for, today might be a good one because we don't have too much stuff to pull up right now. Did what? did Randy did he get the vid? The vid. Yeah. Oh, COVID? Of the co variety. Yeah. He did not. No. He did no. not. He did not. Did he go no. did he go too hard at the Sunday Scaries retail therapy night lux? I don't know if Cocktail he did, but he hour, was one of the uh, last people there. Trade. He was one of the last people there. So, I mean, we might need to give a little tip of the cap of him or for him there. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to more on that in a we little will, bit. We will. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to burn too much there. Bear, can I get a fit check on your cardigan today? Yeah, my uh, my 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 cardi. It's a black number. Distressed. Um, it is Mihara Mih- Mihara Yasuhiro. Okay. Okay. Didn't want to. Didn't want to botch that name. Had to look down at the tag, make I sure I, I hit all the the, the syllables. Um, you probably would recognize the sneakers from Mihara Yasuhiro, which are the otherwise known as the Melty Converse. They're like they they they, they do some they, they do some sneakers which mm-hmm. are like based off of very classic silhouettes, but with like these chunky, almost mm-hmm. like drippy, melty uh, midsoles. They kind of look like simples. Yeah, a little bit. They yeah, kind of look like yeah. simples. Um, <laughs> and I actually, I, I, <clears throat> I bought a pair to just like for research purposes. Really. Obviously, everything, I, everything I buy is for Which? research purposes for the podcast. <laughs> so no one can judge me on what yeah. I did because I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for the listeners right, and for right. people that take in our content. That's right. It's it's for the research. Um, and I covered that on on Club Cool probably uh, maybe a year ago or so. I bought the. They ended up being the wrong size. You got to mm-hmm. size down. They're pretty. They're pretty long. Maybe you bought them in women's sizing on accident. Or no, oh, they were <laughs> no, too that, big on yeah, you. That, oh, that, okay, right. okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, I don't even think that's on our rundown today. But, oh, I. Uh, but R.I.P. Tom Sachs, right? Not for because he's dead, but because I think he's canceled. Oh, what happened? Oh, I, I not- have. I do. Barrett South by South will has been in full effect. I have been offline. I have not been doing anything. Oh wow, you didn't even get a push notification on this, huh? Well. Um, I, I find this news very unsurprising. I, I actually, I kind of thought like, I, I wasn't necessarily waiting for this, but I have looked at Tom Sachs before known about his whole mystique and the way he, that he runs his art studio mm-hmm. and been like, yeah, that guy's probably a freak. And it turns out that yes, he is. And he has been, uh, running that studio like a, uh, predatory and sexual okay. deviant and tyrant. Very cool. Um, according cool. to some reports. And so are you wearing your uh, general purpose shoes I'm today? Not, I'm not, but you know what? I, I'm not throwing them out yet either because like, you know, well, I'm selfishly, uh, in this instance, separating the art from the artist at the moment because mm-hmm. the art is still good. Mm-hmm. Unlike where when Kanye, you know, went full Hitler Nazi, I was already kind of over Yeezys. Yeah, it became very, yeah. And it, so it was very easy for us to, to. I'm outing myself here. This is terrible, um, uh, you know, from a, from a socially conscious standpoint here. But like, you know, it was, he, he was already feeling a little bit passe. Yeah. I, the, from a sneaker standpoint. I have had a pair of the original Wave Runners sitting in my closet. I have worn them two times. 
I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm never gonna wear them again. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I, they're just sitting there. I don't know what to do with them. Like I don't have the original box. I don't have anything. There's like minimal scuffs on them. But I, I, it's just one of those things where it's like I don't really know what to do with these. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't just get rid of them. Yeah. And I can't. But I, I also cannot wear them. So they're just gonna sit here until uh, we move. And my wife convinced me to do one or the other. So. Hey, you know, maybe, maybe in like five years, five years down the road, the the you know chunky sneakers will be raging again, and Kanye will have gotten the help that he so desperately needs, and he will have made his mea culpas, and it'll be like boom, you've got you know you've got a hot pair of sneakers again. But yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want things to be that cyclical that quickly. <laughs> I'm good right now. I'm good right now. I want to zen out a little bit before I mean, we get be back like to 10 that. Ten years total, right? I mean, I guess, I, they're, maybe, they're not, yeah. maybe they're not five years old, but yeah. you know yeah, that's, that's true. That, that's, that's true. Kind of a, that's that's kind of a fashion cycle. Uh, I'm already feeling old. But yes, but yes, that you you may not have an opportunity to buy any more Tom Sachs general purpose shoe colorways, and uh, and you may have kind of dodged a bullet by. By buying and then dumping them. Um, dumping them is one way to put it. It was uh, taking a slight <laughs> loss due to a major mistake. Yeah, we've all made them though. We've all made them. But oh. yes, yeah, the Tom Sachs news. It's not looking. It's not looking great. I'm gonna have to dive into that uh, yeah. a little after this pod, I guess. Yeah, I've I've been largely offline. Uh, South by Southwest is in full effect in Austin, Texas. We've been quite busy. I've had things pretty much going on every night, whether it's South by related or not. And while that's not a bad thing, I feel like this week's finally the week where I get to like get my head above above the water and actually uh, be online again at my home. That's because you do not participate. You're all tech. You're um, all interactive. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. That, that's your world, the, the space that you live in. Once once music rolls around, it's like you're done. No, you know? no, if it doesn't have anything to do with like UX, right. UI, things yeah. of that nature, then I, I'm kind of just out. User experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Before we get into the meat of today's episode, which should be a very good one, I want you to hear from our friends over at Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the ne next day like I used to. I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is, until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking, and here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down, and it's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it the most. Just remember to drink Z-Biotics before drinking alcohol, drink responsibly, and get a good night's sleep to feel your best tomorrow. Give Z-Biotics a try for yourself. Go to zbiotics.com slash scaries to get 15% off your first order when you use scaries at checkout. Z-Biotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash scaries and use code scaries at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode. Speaking of South by Parties, Barrett. Yes. We had a little secret party. We did. It wasn't intentionally secret. Like, obviously, we would have liked to have everyone listening right now there. But the circumstances of this were on a short timeline. Uh, we had a small space. And we had a guest list that filled that small space. And so we decided, you know what? We're just going to have a little uh, little mini party for South By. Uh, this was at Water Trade in Austin. It's a uh, very vibey bar off of South Congress near the South Congress Hotel. It's connected to the Otoko restaurant, which if you've ever researched that or known anything about that, sounds like, an, I mean, it's an incredible place to go eat. Um, 
And a special thank you to everybody involved. Alex Rychek from Checkmark Eats, who helped us do all this. Water Trade for hosting us. Our bartender, Billy. Billy was the man. He was killing it. Yeah. He was killing yeah. it. Uh, we also have some Tori, who provided all the whiskey for the highballs. And our photographer, Bryn, who knocked it out of the park uh, from the uh, select few that I saw today. I'm very excited for the rest. Yeah, it was, a, it was a dream team. It all came together very quickly, like you mentioned. I mean, all in about nine or ten days. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and yeah, we uh, some would say that we activated. The we brand, did activate. You know, I think we had a little activation that that just went. I I I, I couldn't have imagined imagined it going any better. So it was really really cool to see everybody uh, participate. And uh, I'll let you tell. I'll let you uh, talk a little bit more about what we did there. Well, so I I'm thinking about doing something. I'm thinking about doing something because I want to start. I think we need to have more parties just in general. Well, I, I concur. I think with, the world. Needs, I think the world yeah. needs to have more parties. Like I think pe- people don't throw parties like they used to. They just go to bars. They go to group dinner things. I think we need to start throwing more parties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to create a little mailing list that if you want to, if you want the the heads up on a future party, I think I might just collect a mailing list that is solely for parties. Okay. Solely for that, um, because I would love to have another one where we could just get to like have as many people as we want. Yeah. And I think it would go well. And who knows? Maybe in the f- near future we'll be in like a city where we have a lot of listeners. Like. Oh man, I don't know, New York or something like that. Like maybe mm. an opportunity will arise to do something in New York City. Yeah. Maybe in May. <laughs> well, maybe in May. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing I, them up out yeah, there. Who knows? Could be June, April, yep. yeah, next know. February. Who knows? Could be May though, you know? <laughs> but what we did at the party was everyone arrived. It was great. Uh, we enjoyed some drinks. We had a very small cocktail menu uh, of two whiskey drinks and then one martini, yep. as you do for retail therapy. And uh, from there, we had a bunch of cards set out on the tables that had the words in and out on them. Uh, that might sound familiar. Uh, we're not, we weren't serving burgers. We were having people <laughs> write on these cards things that they thought were in and things that they thought were out. And then about 40 minutes later, Barrett and I uh, congregated in front of everybody and read these responses aloud. We have saved all the cards from the party. And I think we're going to go through some of them and, uh, and just uh, briefly discuss some of them. Yeah, yeah. Do any stick out to you right now, Barrett? Um, and we're not well, going to expose anyone who wrote these, even though we might know some people who wrote these. That's true. Uh, I might expose one person um, <laughs> who I don't think will mind being ex- yeah, we're not, <laughs> mentioned. Yes, on, we're not going to mention anybody who uh, who wouldn't want to. Be. That's that's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you have. I think you have the ones based on 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 um, just you know kind of flipping through these. But I I especially appreciated. I think it was. I think it was two women that that uh, had to yell at me while we were reading those out loud that I needed to do it like they were they were an in connected to an out. Mm-hmm. So I needed to do one in one. I couldn't yep. just read the ins and then read the outs. I think you have those. If I those, stumble upon that, I'll do th- it. Those those stood out to me. Those were fun. Uh, and, and you know, they just they, they knew exactly what to do. And I, I really appreciated that. Uh, but yeah, let, let's see it, this. Here's one that, that stood out to me because it was uh, I thought it was quietly controversial. <laughs> uh in fermented dough pizza okay which to be completely honest i'm not totally sure i know i what think that, that just is. seems like a sourdough crust okay of sorts maybe right. because if i'm not yeah I, yeah i don't know I, right. if 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 there's like a if there's a mount rushmore of hobbies that i wish i would have picked up during lockdown uh 
bread baking would be on that Mount yeah. Rushmore. And it, I did that, not do it that. would have suited you. We you had know? a guy named James down the hall who was baking <laughs> bread at, a, at such a clip that he couldn't keep up with it. And so when James was constantly dropping loaves off, I was like, well, I'm not going to bite right. the hand. Yeah. I'm what not going you, to yeah. literally bite yeah. the hand that what, feeds. You don't need to like put all that yeast in your house. If yeah. somebody else is down the down the hall is already doing it for you. Yeah. Um, have I talked to you about my, we have new, we have what we have in the freezer at home right now is sprouted bread. Okay. You, you familiar with this? No. Well, okay. I, I not really either, but it like has to stay in the freezer because it's got like, you know, stuff like lentils growing out of it or something. Okay. I mean, this sounds like something I'd be into. It, it's, it's very good, but it has to stay in the freezer because it will go bad very quickly. Interesting. Yeah. But that's, that, that's what the fermented dough pizza reminds me of. But I think you're on the, the right track. Here's the controversial part. <laughs> out grain bowls. Now, the, look. I, I'm, I, I like to go out and sometimes I like to be healthy. I've been known to pick up a sweet green or two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, uh, no and, and I don't, <laughs> and I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, Did Randy if, have sweet green last night? <laughs> I don't, ooh, ooh. that could be tough. Uh, 24 I, hours though. He'll, he'll get over it. I don't know what I'm going to do if, uh, if grain bowls go out. Yeah, grain, grain bowls are really easy place to fall into when you don't have anything else to eat. Like, I love I love going to our local place that has the grain bowls and just getting like a big piece of salmon and just calling it a day. Yeah. Like, it's just a very easy, healthy feeling meal. That's right. Uh, I have one on here that I would like to get into, and it's mainly because I, I see it on Instagram so often and I see influencers doing it. Red light therapy. Yeah. I want to use one of those masks. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I should rephrase it. At the very minimum, I need to get one of those masks so that I can take a photo wearing it and use it on the Sunday Scaries Instagram page. Ah, right. And then be done with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like there's going to be one in your house n- n- in not, you know, too many more months. Like that that feels that that feels like an imminent cop. Kind of shocking that somebody in my place has not bought one already. I'll yep. say that. Uh out, they said the 5-day work week. Agree. Yeah. I think everyone should go 4 days. If I had the choice to go 4 days, I would 100% do it. 100%. Not even close. Yep. <laughs> What else do you have? Uh, I've got this one, which I quite like. This is in being five minutes early to everything. Ooh, okay. That's I like that. I like that because I I am I am by nature my my this is a you know it's a family thing that I that I inherit. I, I tend to be later to things, and I really try to get better about that in you know in in my in my uh, adult life basically. And the thing about being five minutes early to everything that's basically on time. You got to park. You got to walk in. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like it, it's just a good habit to be into, and I I think that other people really appreciate it. I mean, you're a little late to most things. Yeah, but yeah. you you have established your brand in that so well at this <laughs> point that like pivoting for you it might be a huge change. Like, but maybe people would really respond to it. One of the issues that you and I have is that I am notorious. Like, I am uncomfortably early to things sometimes, and so. Uh, like there could be a time when like you and I are 45 minutes separated at dinner because I showed up, you know, 22 minutes early and you showed up 23 minutes late. And right. like, that's yeah. just, that's just that's something we're going to, that's a, yeah, that's, our friendship's yeah. just going to have to endure that. Right. That's just, the, right. that's just the facts. Uh, also on this list in porn star martinis n- and nail polish on men. I think both of those, I've, I've seen a lot of that, both of these lately. I kind of feel like I missed the boat on nail polish on men though. I, Maybe I just chose the maybe I chose the uh, the platinum hair instead of the nail polish. Maybe that's what happened. See, I just I can never I can never do nail polish on men because myself, like as a man, yeah. Because not because I don't I, I actually I kind of think it, it works for some people. Yeah. Um, I pick up my nails mm. and 
if anyone has any solutions, uh, please reach out to me. Um, but yeah, I, I pick at my nails too much. And if I draw attention to them with some some color, it's right. not going to be a good scene for me. I, I feel you. I already avoid trying to have people see them. Uh, the out here is only posting your wins on social media. Start posting your L's, people. I think if we all started posting more L's, <laughs> we'd make each other feel a lot better about ourselves. <laughs> you know? You know? Uh, in on this one, Mezcal Margaritas out. Espresso martinis. Oh, See, wow. I'm okay with the espresso martini going because... Uh, am I? I I don't want to order espresso martinis myself. Like I don't want to be the person spearheading it right now, but I kind of want to be an add-on order to this espresso martinis at this point. Like you got know, it, I, I, you want more, you yeah, want more. Yeah. It, okay. I'm never going to order a Red Bull vodka in front of people. Correct. And sometimes I need a little pick me up because we are get pushing into our layer 30s here. Kids are involved in our lives. Uh, you know, at different stages for both of us, obviously. But like. Sometimes you need that pick-me-up. You also would like it to include alcohol, and it's trashy to order a Red Bull vodka at a nice dinner. I there's so, I think I drank so much Red Bull when I was in high school that I don't like the taste of Red Bull mixed with something else. Like uh -huh. I, I need that pure uncut gas. <laughs> and so I, I've just always been averse to the taste of that. And so now that the now that the espresso martini has really come into vogue over the last few years and yeah. gotten so popular, uh, it's, it is a nice alternative pick-me-up drink. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm drinking, you know, Red Bull vodka. Uh, before that, it was original recipe for loco, which uh, did not end well for anybody. <laughs> right. No, that was not good. And so, yeah, I'm glad that it's over. Um, speaking of mezcal, in Paul Mezcal, out Phoebe Bridgers. <sighs> See, I agree with half of this. Um, and I, I don't in know on Paul Mezcal, but why are we out? Why are we putting Phoebe Bridgers? Don't put baby in a corner. Because if when we get to, I, I made some ins and outs for this myself yeah. today, and I'm going to get to one in particular, and you're going to understand why people are doing this. Okay. Um, I need to cross off. I forgot Paul Mezcal was on this, uh, or was on one of the cards from the party, mm. as he was famously also on my list of ah. things right now. And it's not just like him. It's pretty much just everything that he's doing. Yeah. Um, this is the card that you were referring to, Barrett, where uh, we have several different things that correspond with each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know what this first one is. What is Yiddy? Uh, I'm not sure, but I believe if you read the out that it, that corresponds with it, we'll have some context. Spanx. Spanx. So I guess it's, I think it's a shapewear brand. Okay. And then we have clothing rental out fast fashion. I agree with that. Uh, in tinned fish out butterboards. I'm, I'm actually very okay with this. As I said at the party, butterboards. We hardly knew you. Yeah, it was it was a brief flash in the pan, but I think it was an appropriately brief <laughs> flash in the pan. Um, in sneakers, out heels. I love that. I've never been a big heel person unless it's a very dress up occasion. If you, I just, can, you don't like wearing them? I just hate wearing them. Yeah, yeah they hurt yeah, my calves. Hurt, yeah, my right. ankle. I twist ankles all the time. It's just tough. Um, number five in Selena. Out, Haley. Mm. This is this falls in line with the same thing I'm going to talk about. That is all, all that, Paul yeah. and Phoebe. That is tough for this podcast, though. I'll tell you what. One of many patron saints that I'm I'm not sure we're ready to let go of. I know, I know. I'm hoping we can get a redemption story sooner than later. <laughs> it's not going well. Um, how about this one? In cozy spaces, you might call Water Trade. In fact, I would call Water Trade a very cozy space. Yes, um, it's very underrated how comfortable the seats are there and yeah. i don't think some people realize this because we were all standing up the entire time but like i i will be going back very soon and having a strong whiskey cocktail absolutely and what i had forgotten i knew i, I i've been before because uh humble brag we've we've uh, gotten to eat at a toko a couple of times but what i forgot and so i knew the little bar that's what i remember sitting at i forgot how loungy and like beautiful mm -hmm. those little leather nooks and crannies mm -hmm. were 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm all in on cozy spaces. Now, again, controversy here on the out for me. Out. Open concept. <sighs> you know, South Park was making fun of open concept like three years ago, four years ago. So I, they, they, they could have been a bellwether there. I'm just... I don't want to go back to a galley kitchen. I, I want to be able to cook Here's, and watch TV at the same time. I want I to be able to host and see my living room. I is, want to, you know what I mean? Is there, like, a, is there an in-between? I think there's an in-between. Is there I an think in-between? There's an healthy, because, I think there's a healthy in-between. Well, I understand. I understand where that's coming from. And, uh, but m- one of my issues with it is that open concept is driving so much of the construction that's happening today in these new houses. And thought of like replacing these old houses with these new open concept ones makes me a little sad inside. Uh, former podcast guest of Sunday Scaries, um, Joyce Downing Pickens, she it, it kills her to see old buildings get replaced with just new builds that are quick up. And I just want there to be something in between. Some of my favorite rooms when I was a kid were, were hanging out in like the den of someone's house, like a, a little tiny room. Yeah. And I just feel like we don't get we don't get as much of that anymore because all you have is just a giant living room and stuff and then uh, bedrooms off of it. But I also uh, don't own a house, so and 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 I, I can't really talk too much about that because I would probably the, love to have an open concept. Yeah, but I but I hear what you're saying because I have been in spaces where and and you'll see this and and I I think we're already moving towards that middle ground. But sometimes you would see these like you know uh, pretty basic houses where they had just basically removed every wall that they could, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it, and that's too much. It's you too do, much. You do need some spaces much. for privacy, for work, for reading, mm-hmm. for for those cozy spaces. Mm-hmm. So I, I do. I'm here for the. We're seeing both sides on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have in eyebrow piercings, out ass tattoos. <laughs> okay. Okay. When it comes to here's a, here's a question I have. Eyebrow piercings. I don't see very many of them out there. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like uh, when I notice one, I don't think it registers with me too much. I'm not like jarred by an eyebrow piercing. Uh, do those kind of do eyebrow piercings kind of fall exactly in line with like the the shave in the eyebrow that people do? Like the, just a little thin, like line. Maybe like do the same people do that kind of thing? I don't know. It takes it takes some. I, I don't know. It just it's it's one of those things where I'm like, it's never. I'm never sitting there and I'm like, oh, I need some more edge. I gotta do something to the side of my eyebrow. The, the, Today yeah, is the day. It's it's uh, as a guy that loves to to add edge. You know, I'm air quotes on edge here for. <laughs> For your boy here, but uh, yeah, it's pretty low on my list. Yeah, like I, I just think there's other ways to get pops of uh, entertainment. So yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I just and uh, piercings in general, they frighten me. How about this one? In mini earrings, I do like this. I've always liked this on women. See, I don't notice like earrings. The little, like the stacks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay, one, is that what that's referring like one, to? One, two, three. Love and it. Then maybe there's an ear cuff. Okay. Like it's just like the the kind of the decorated ear. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm good with I, that. I've always liked that. I'm good. With I think that. that's kind of been. I could definitely see people saying that like the big chunky like I guess chunky gold or something's mm-hmm. not out, but I would say like uh like like dangly what, earrings. Yes, like yeah. with that yeah. are like different colors that right. aren't metallic y. Yeah. Sorry, Kendra. Uh <laughs> out fake tans. Now look, your boy is Miss not me on that. Speaking of of your boy here, I, I, when I need a spray tan, I'm getting one. Sorry. We just the, look, do you, you you look better bronze. Disagree with me on that. Do you disagree with me? I can't. No. And so one of my issues that I'm having is uh, 
like not every not everybody. Obviously, some people have like beautiful pale fair skin and it looks great on them. And like and 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 I understand that the sun issue. You know, we're all very conscious about our our skin. We're just we're we're getting ourselves buttered up and all the super group we can handle. Uh, but but like I like a healthy glow, man. I do too. I do too. My issue is that like I, it's it's a tough. I feel like your your first spray tan is the hardest. <laughs> yeah. It's the commitment that you have to do to go in and get that. And I haven't been able to take that step yet, but I haven't been presented with a great opportunity yet. I think now's my time to shine. And like, I don't like being in the sun as much as I used to. Right. What yeah. I hate, no, I, I, I hate being pale in the summertime. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I love seeing a tan line there. A lot of conundrums on these cards, Will. That's what it I'm, is. That's it what is. I'm, that's what I'm picking up on. I have a conundrum. Okay. Pronouncing one of these. In flossing your teeth. Yeah. That is in. Out. Amina Muadi. Yeah. Begum slingbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the, I, I've looked up the shoe. I understand. I like the shoe. Uh, I cannot speak to the shoe. It is twelve hundred dollars. That okay. This is this is who I said I was going to mention because it's friend of the pod and and your own sister in law. Is, is that who did that? In law. Yes. This makes sense. This makes sense. <laughs> so shouts to Emily. But uh, she I, flatteringly thought that I would know what these were. Yeah, I mean, she, I would have assumed she, when she wrote this on the card. I, I didn't. Here's the thing. Here's and the thing. It makes sense that she wrote this because she has uh, very good taste. Yeah. Uh, she also has very good teeth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's 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 about as high two high compliments. Well, what, to re- read the what, what is the third word there? I know it's the Amina Muadi slingbacks, but what is the what, what is the, there's another word in there, right? B e g u m. Okay. B e g the big the the begum. I believe. I have no idea. Now that, that have you seen Catherine O'Hara trying to pronounce Loewe? No, I did made not. Made me feel so good. But that's made amazing. Made me feel so good. All right. So here's what I'm here's what I'm picking up here. Uh, looking with with the begum word added in there. God, Lord knows how I'm supposed to pr- pronounce Dude, I'm that scared one. I'm prob- shitless. I am probably botching the <laughs> shit out of that. Um, We're gonna spe- become a meme. Specifically, this is a pointy-toed slingback pump. With like a little pyramid heel, mm-hmm. what makes these different? What what makes the I'm going to say it again, begum different is that it's got this little like adornment. It's got this little like crystal decoration on the toe, and so that's that's what I think she she must be calling out. She definitely thought you knew what we were going to be what we were going to be talking about. Yeah, these are aggressive and uh, and and I, I kind of sexy. I, I liked why well, I, I I certainly I'm I I like the the plain ones. This the decoration on the toe. I could see that being out. I could see that, you know, I could see backing off that a little bit. But I'm uh, flossing your teeth and, and arriving early. These are just like good. These are solid things that you should, you know, that you should do as an adult. So people were way nicer in their uh, ins and outs than I feel like we were when we did our end of year list <laughs> last year. Um, let's see. Any of these other ones that you got? I have one here that's actually uh, been inspired. I've actually been very inspired with lately. Okay. Uh, I had a friend text me on Sunday and Sally looked at me and she said, What are you texting so aggressively about right now? <laughs> And it was my friend who, uh, I, he wasn't at the party, but I think he would have enjoyed this card. My buddy, Stu. Uh, it says, in bar cabinets, out bar carts. And I don't own a bar cart. And part of the reason I don't own a bar cart is because when I'm not drinking, I don't like to see alcohol directly in front of me. Mm. I don't like staring at my alcohol. 
I don't like having the pressure of having good alcohol at my place. I also don't like the temptation of sitting there on the couch bored one night when otherwise I could just go to bed when I'm like, you know what? Three fingers of whiskey sounds great. We were having a small conversation at the party uh, with some folks about like, you know, how some people are super into like rare whiskeys and they're buying and yeah. selling them and there's a resale market just like for sneakers and all that. Neither of us are super into that, but I think we know some people. And like, yeah, I, I, I don't want a bottle of like... Pappy Van Winkle or Weller or whatever it might be sitting right there in front of me that that's 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 far too much of a temptation. It's difficult. Like I I don't know. I've I've really never been a bar cart guy mainly because I haven't had room for it. But now as I, as I'm kind of getting older and realizing that I need to start upping my at-home decor when it comes to entertaining and stuff, I still don't know if bar carts are in the conversation for me because I don't know if I want to publicly display that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think I'd I think I'd rather just hold out hope that one day I'll be able to afford a beautiful house that has a wet bar of my dreams. Some would call it a wet bar dream that I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really just hoping that that's the case one day. I want to have a beautiful cutting board countertop that I can cut limes on without having to worry about stuff. I want to be able to wipe it on down into the sink. Are you? Are you? Well, that's that. That's an interesting uh, proposal want, right there. Are you a you a cutting board countertop guy? If, if I had a home bar, I would love one. Okay. If I had a home Where bar. Where the countertop is is the cutting board. Just just for like, I, I would ha probably have to replace it numerous times in my life because I think I would end up hating I, how it looked when it was bad. I think you probably just need one of those massive. Like, probably, like a big like, booze board. Yeah, the, 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 the yeah. wooden board that just like sits on. I just your, want a little nook your... in my place that instead yeah. of having a bar cart, I would just love a little tiny nook that just has a wet bar. Yeah. Just make it happen. I'm talking to myself. I'm psyching myself up here. Well, Barrett, we've uh, each put together a couple of things from ourselves because one thing we didn't get to do at this party is say what we currently we think did not. is in we did and not. out. No, no, and we so, we left we let the we let the the party goers, the attendees, do that for us. And it, man, they they did a great job. We're about three months in since uh, our last time doing this, and so I think it's high time that we uh, do a little update to our lists. Uh, I have over prepared for this segment. Yeah, so I'm gonna like <laughs> I, I have I definitely have fewer than you do. Um, I think I overthink th these things because like I, that's what stops me from making longer lists is I, I don't like throwing it on there if I don't if I don't feel strongly. I'm feeling kind of good about mine. My in, I'm feeling way better about my ins than my outs. outs. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to let you start. Okay. And give us I think, and give us a couple. I think I already said this one, but I had on the list and I didn't want to forget it. I had a list that I deleted that I, I might have already run on the podcast, but jammy eggs. Okay. I'm seeing them everywhere. Like restaurants, oh, you want to add a jammy egg to this? Maybe it's just in Austin. But now like, is this, so this is basically what we're talking about. A jammy egg here is basically like a soft to medium boil, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's it's the if your if your salad in your low bowl is not rocking a jammy egg at this point, yeah. <laughs> you got a long way to go. Do you know what the the best jammy egg is? What in your ramen? Oh yeah, hands down, hands down. <laughs> Ramen Tatsuya, right that down the street is, from us. Is, yes, I that's get where the jammy egg really shines. I get to. <laughs> I, I'm not like I'm not even a big egg person, but I love the way that it tastes so much in that ramen that I have to do it. Uh, I have another in that is uh, very relevant to what we've seen over the past few days in terms of Oscars fashion. I'm not sure if you follow, follow Just Jared uh, on. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. My entire feed has just been Oscars fashion for the last three days, and I'm kind of tired of it. But it's just sheer everything. This isn't lace anymore. We're not even doing lace. We're not even trying to cover it up with lace. Just sheer. Just nips everywhere. Yeah. Emrata, hey, she's going full sheer. The, uh, okay. This is you you made a great point. Now I I'm, I'm gonna semi-touch on this. And actually, I'm gonna throw it back to 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 the to the my in list from the end of the year where I had sexy style. Mm -hmm. The Oscars, Vanity Fair, and the other assorted after party styles that mm -hmm. that were, you know, populating our feeds from just Jared and and the other assorted outlets. 
it downright i mean slutty like in the best so way. much sexy sexy gear like mm-hmm. whether it was emrata who who was in the sheer number i think it was either alessandra ambrosio or one of those other Her? kind of yep. like laura big, big harrier Victoria's secret models were just in i mean yeah some really showy they didn't stuff. care like yeah. everybody yeah. everybody it was yeah. incredible like i mean it was just like it, it, it pumped me up because i, I love the idea i love the idea of pushing the envelope in that respect it, i i want everyone to be doing it i think it makes sense I think it normalizes a lot of things that probably need to get normalized, and it's just fun. Yeah, that's what we're supposed. Fashion at award shows is supposed to make headlines, right? So I, when people like get annoyed with that kind of stuff or whatever, like don't care. Uh, that's why. That's why f- these things exist or exist. Yeah. <sighs> you want me to t- go again? Is it my turn? You it want can me, be. You want me to throw something? It can be. On I just know you have a few fewer than me. Uh, I'll let me let me throw one at you. Let's do it. Should Should I just lead off with an out since you gave us a couple of ins there? Let's do it. Okay. Ugly gym specific brands. <laughs> so, uh, like, now I'm an, I'm thinking of one in particular here because I don't like I don't have an issue with like a brand like Roan or Ten Thousand. Yeah, that make good looking, very normal gym clothes that perform well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally cool with all that stuff. I'll be honest. If if you come at Ten Thousand, that's gonna be tough for me because yeah, my yeah. favorite shorts to, to work out in are a hundred percent Ten Thousand. There are some brands that 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 do this well. I am specifically talking. One brand comes to mind. I hope I'm not triggering a bunch of listeners, but this Noble has got to go. I have not seen this. I can't wait to my my fingers cannot move fast enough. These are the the Noble shoes make me like like beg and pray. I wish you were wearing a pair of like Vibram five fingers instead. That's how ugly they are. And they say no bull on them, huh? They do. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. And okay. the 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 gym gear is nearly as bad. It is, say, guess which one of us goes to the gym and guess which one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's poorly designed. I think the color palette is whack, and it is all over the place. And I I don't understand. I can't understand. How this. much do these things run in a run in a person? Like one hundred and twenty or one hundred thirty dollars. Okay. I think. Okay. Like it's not. I. They're not cheap. And I know I get it. Like they're they they're they're flat sold or whatever. They're like better if you're gonna do like you know heavy lifts. There's other stuff out there, man. Yeah, go you, get some Converse. They, go get some Converse. Yeah. Go do something else. Yeah. But this stuff and and there are some other kind of copycat it's brands. Giving follow, stolen valor. Following suit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just I, I I hate it. I see it a lot. And uh, that they're just there are better options. Dude, expose them. <laughs> Let's see if I have anything in this uh, in this thing. Let me see. Um, oh, I have a shoe. I have shoes that I'd like to uh, put on the out list. Okay. They make me uncomfortable every time I see them. They might have a name. Are I they the Amina Muadi Begum's uh, <laughs> slingbacks? I, I, I can't even say that, so I'm not allowed to put them on my list. Uh, it's whatever the shoes are that I keep seeing on Tumblr that are like clearly high-end designer shoes that separate the toe and make you look like Ninja Turtle. Oh, tabbies. Why are those a thing? Yeah. Why are these on my feed? Yeah. I don't, they make me so uncomfortable. Yeah, the fashion folks that I hate or have them have been real big on. I on hate tabbies. them. Like I, I, people that I respect post them, and I'm like, why? Well, I don't like this. It Maybe. is. It's unco- it. Yeah, it gives deer. Yes. It, right. It, like, yeah. Like it the, gives, gives hoof. It gives hoof. <laughs> hoof. <laughs> that is. That's. That's a. That's a capital F fashion trend that I like. I just. I totally. It will. Will always steer clear of. Yeah. That, that's. That's like. Yeah. I nothing should be between your toes. It's into that level that it's just like this is clearly there's yeah it, it yeah. might be I mean there there's obviously something about the uncomfortable nature of them in terms of how it makes people feel not in terms of how they feel on your foot mm-hmm. like they I think that's part of the allure right 
but it's not something that I really want to dabble in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's my big end. This is the one that I've been thinking about for a little while and it's, and maybe it's specific to me, but, I, but I thought I, I, here's what I'm putting. This is my number one in checking your weather app religiously. <laughs> <laughs> I I I mean Barrett. Do once, you do it? Do you do this, Barrett? I'm going to show you my my phone right now. Okay. <laughs> Not only do I ch- I don't have to check it because my entire theme of my phone is weather. Oh, it's just weather. Oh my god. My background yeah. tells me the the dates and, and location that I'm in, the time, the temperature, the forecast, the high, the low, the percent of it. rain, and it. then I have a an additional graph that shows it. The new Apple uh, iOS allows you to do this. And while I feel stupid not having like, uh, you know, a photo of my my wife or my son mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm, else, mm-hmm. Uh, it is so informational at all times that I, I absolutely love it. And honestly, it it saves me time from opening my phone, doing it, whatever. Like I look immediately, just tap the phone. Yeah, you've you've gone next. Le- speaking of next level, also you've when gone, it's go- you've gone next level with this. When it's golden hour, your phone changes and it wow. goes golden hour. Yeah. When it starts to thunder and lightning outside, uh, yeah, your phone starts to thunder and lightning. Granted, I think that might be a little chuggy when you're out at the bars and you're like phones mimicking the weather outside. Right. But that's just, that's who I am in now. Well, the, the this obviously kind of goes out the window a little bit, like especially for us here in Austin, you know, come June, July, August, when we just know that it's like, you don't have to look, it's 95 or or above. Uh, but like in, in the fall and then into the spring months, it's like, I'm I'm a hound. I'm, I'm looking at the hourlies. And, and a lot of this has to do with like planning outfits or what I'm going to wear. But the other, like I'll see people show up on like a rainy day and they're a rainy cold day and they're in like shorts and i'm like you didn't look at the weather Mm -mm. you didn't Mm -mm. look at the weather Mm -mm. this is like the basis for small talk with people it's Mm -hmm. like the it's the foundation of society Mm -hmm. and you weren't checking it out it's the common thread that we all need to weave together and if yeah if you can't even do that then like what where's your place and then the and then the kind of like the you know the extrapolation of this is that checking the weather app a lot especially looking into other cities means that you're doing cool things. You are going That's to, so true. You're going to so interesting true. places. And so when you have to check New York and LA or wherever else, or Denver, or you're going on a ski trip, you're looking at the snow report, like all this type of stuff, like that that relationship with weather like generally implies that you are off and, tra- and traveling and doing other cool things besides just, you know. Is that the new flex? Is it, It's a new flex being like, Wait, guys, is it really supposed to snow here tomorrow? Oh, hold on. No, sorry. I'm still in Aspen. Oh, my God. I got to change. I'm still in. How do you change it? I'm still in Aspen. Yeah, I do think that like, you know, you pull up Weather Channel, right? And you go. Or that, that's the one I particularly use maybe. But but there are other versions of this. You go to your little it, your search and it's like your recents. Your recents. That's like, you know, that's the flex right there mm-hmm. is, is what are, what's in your recents. And mm-hmm. I've. I'm all over the place because I've got uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and Bloomington, Minnesota, uh, but I've also got Hong Kong and Tokyo. Yeah, I was going to so, say you, know, you have a, an upcoming it's a trip. Mix, it's a mix. It's a mix back for me. You have an upcoming <laughs> trip that might change the dynamic there. Um, would, would, that was an in, obviously. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's uh, tack one on to Paul Mescal right here and give a little love to some flared pants. Uh, Paul absolutely rocked his out at the Oscars. Uh, yeah, I'm his, seeing his, them. His his kit, his rig was was very cool. I'm seeing them elsewhere. I think it's going to take a uh, very special person to pull them off these days. But if those get normalized, I think you're. I think I'm in trouble. I think I'm in trouble. Yeah. But uh, if Paul's wearing them, I'm going to get in on them. Yeah. You know, you've painted this picture of your of your you know your your little bar your bar area your wet bar. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think last week we we briefly mentioned you uh, getting into uh, being an, a bit of an audiophile, maybe a vinyl setup with some headphones. Yeah, it might be absolutely vibing out in my and new I, place. And I think the cherry on top there is just like a perfectly tailored pair of flares. Maybe I need some <laughs> flared pants, man, <laughs> to cover up my to, to cover up the Tom Sachs general purpose sneakers That's that right. I pay yeah, too much for yeah. but still have to wear around the house. <laughs> Can you uh, can you touch on you mentioned Paul Mescal and, and Phoebe Bridgers and then Haley Bieber? Can we can mm-hmm. we go to that? Mm-hmm. Welcome to my out list. Yeah, uh, that I uh, out. Uh, I'm doing. I'm out on cyberbullying. Okay, I understand there might be some beef here. Yeah, let's settle it in the DMs, ladies. Set, set, hey, hey, just because you liked Paul and normal people doesn't mean that uh, Phoebe Bridges is a bad person. She's right. got some really good music out there. Yeah. But just because oh, yeah. she makes some good music doesn't mean that I need to ride for her blindly. I don't right. know. Maybe right. she did something bad to him. Yeah. So maybe these people are humans. Yeah. Complex, and, nuanced relationships. Uh, it makes like granted, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm team someone, uh, but when I look at some of the comments on Haley's thing, I'm like, everyone is team Selena. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the- she's the underdog. That's why. Selena. Yeah. Is she the underdog? Yes. Because she doesn't have beeps. Well, well, yeah, because she's the one that like, quote unquote, is like the, you know, she's the one that was is kind of the the one that got away for Justin, the yeah. one that everybody like attributes like every song he ever writes. They're like, oh, it's about Selena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you think, I don't think she's an underdog. I think in this particular situation, she is. She's got like. The 300 million more followers she has that are just all cyberbullying Haley right now. You, you, you make a good point. You put it on paper. She's got like a super popular show on Hulu going into season three, right? Like she's the one hosting SNL. Like she's the one with all the followers. I, 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 I hear it. But I think that when you're comparing the two, I think it, I think a lot of this boils down to the fact that like Haley won, the fact that Haley is like the, the style and the TikTok icon, the fact, you know, all I think of that one stuff, of my issues is less that like it's them against each other it's almost a public narrative of like me just going through people's instagram stories and seeing very hateful things towards random celebrities yeah who will one never see it and two never care yeah and so that is weird it, it to me i think this entire Haley uh versus selena thing which I, I i do think that there was a group of girls who started it and then there was selena I'm just putting it out there okay um, I do think that it's a it's a very kind of gross study in how uh, we all handle these situations yeah. now, and I'm yeah. ready for it to be over. Okay. And the same, yeah, I, when it comes to like all that kind of stuff, it, it, I've been getting more and more ick from it, and I don't like it. Yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah, but it's all that narrative has always been there, and it will always be there. It's the, if it's, a celebrity it, couple breaks up or if celebrity yeah. drama happens, there's always going to be the teams. This has just happened on such a large scale that it's like the, these girls. It's taken over these lives for like a couple couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what next? You want me to do an in? Let's see. I don't have, I, I have, yeah, let's do an in. Let's okay. do an in. All right. Here's my in. It's cropped everything. And this, this applies across the board, all sexes. Um, we are, we, there are right now, I'm not saying I'm adopting it just yet, but there are, there are crop tops for men happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and in general stuff is, is really coming up and getting shorter, whether it's t-shirts button-ups, jackets, uh, you know, one of my favorite brands, Reese Cooper, who I've mentioned a bunch of times, like you put the stuff on and you're like, is this meant to be this short? Um, and, uh, and then for women, there are the, the, you know, nineties is still everything. So like, you know, I'm like cruising reformation the other day and there's like, I'm like, Oh, that's a short skirt. A few more rows down. No, no, no. That's the short skirt. And it is like half the size of the one that I, that I thought was short. So just, just everything shorter, crop it, make it, you know, that's, 
that's just something that I'm I'm seeing and I'm I, I think I'm putting my weight behind. I'm it. all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. I love a crop. I love a cuff. I love a, a little shortness. Um, I, I will not be adopting the uh, crop top for men as my physique <laughs> is not built for that. Uh, since I didn't know what noble noble sneakers are, I'm automatically not allowed to wear a crop top for men. I think I, I feel like the crop top for men is pretty much um, it feels like something that's very like, you know, 27 and under territory. Correct. Correct. Yeah. 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 I'm not dropping my son off to school in a crop top. Right. That's probably smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I think that's true. I mean, I've always I've always never steered away from a uh, a little shorter bit of a pant. Uh, I like that. I don't like having stuff drag. I don't like feeling like stuff's just falling off of me. I don't yeah. even mind if it's like baggy and cropped. I just, I like it to be a little shorter most of the time. Right. Yes. That's why I've always yes. been a cuff boy too. Um, over embroidering. I'm going to give it an in. I'm seeing so much embroidery stuff like everywhere and over the top. And I love it. I love embroidery. I love the way that it looks. And I, when I see all these things that are embroidery on top of prints, embroidery on top of embroidery, mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. repurposing embroidery for different things, your Nike symbols, like Adidas, whatever it is, I'm loving it. I love the idea of taking a sweatshirt that's like an old vintage Nike sweatshirt, over embroidering it with something and making it into a pine tree, whatever it is. Like, I just think it's really cool. I think it's interesting. I think it's uh, nice. And I, I, there's just something great about it that I love. And so I'm in on over-embroidering stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it too. I have another in. I'm going to read. I'm just going to sp spiral off some ins right now. For okay. You, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, spas and wellness-centered facilities. I've started thinking, are we, are we about to be in a world where there might be something that's in between like uh, just like a place where you get a massage and like a, a gym where you can just go pay for a membership and you can just go like use like the, the cold plunge and stuff? Is that in? Do, does that already exist? I feel like it does in some places, but it doesn't exist in a way that has been marketed to no, me. And uh -uh. so I'm like, there's an opportunity here, and it, I feel like this could be a, a thing. Okay. Also, is this just a bathhouse? Yeah. 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 But are bathhouses considered? Are the bathhouses like interesting to like uh, people in their 20s and I, no, early 30s? Because I, I think, think so. they could be. I think they could be. Yeah, what you're saying is that they need a new, like, you know, they need a new marketing direction. <laughs> I just think that, I just think that there's like, a, I think that there is a super marketable way to like, to, or a super like uh, approachable way to market these places in a way that people would like it. And I think that it would make, I think it would really, every single person wants a cold plunge right now is like, this what do you want the, do you want the following things do you want like do you want a cold plunge you want a hot tub you want a sauna you want a steam room you want a what like what else that's hard because like, like, there any like now it's just turned into a gym locker room so it's like you want a gym without the gym you know is what that I mean? what you want but i also but i also think there's uh, there's something to it that could be wellness centered for people that doesn't have to do with you know the the grind of going to the gym you yeah. know what i mean like you would go there to zen out to do something who knows maybe you do a meditation bath kind of thing some noise stuff maybe you have i don't know barrett i yeah. haven't thought this through it's a half-baked idea <laughs> probably from my steam shower probably while half-baked like yeah. i don't know this is yeah. just this is just what i want in life i think you're kind of like i i feel like maybe what you're combining is like the idea of a bathhouse some of the perks from a nice gym locker room and then maybe you know you mentioned like the wellness of it all maybe that maybe the gym piece of it is meditation yoga pilates stretching mm -hmm. like that lower impact mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know headier mental every all that like type the, of stuff if you're sweating there it's because you're in the sauna it's right. not because you're doing yeah. cardio you're right. not crushing cardio yeah you're not worried about the person coming in next to you just completely out of breath and just like whoo endorphins flying everywhere like yeah. no if you're if your heart rate is above like 
90, like get out of here. Yeah. We're done. You're you're out. Uh, I don't have too many other ones on the in list that are very interesting. I'm reaffirming okay. that caviar is still on everyone's Instagram story on every chip. Uh, I'm going to also reaffirm that mixed media photo dumps on Instagram, including B reels. If you're not posting B reels in your Instagram photo dumps at this point, like what are you doing? <laughs> Cheap digital cameras with Wi-Fi that stems off something else, and then just interesting white wines or uh, orange wines. But I think you had that on your list last time, maybe. Uh, no, but um, but shouts to to Ross from the Austin Winery who attended our party because he was he was he was you know he had a lot of good stuff. to we say. We need a wine. We need a wine wino on this pod. Yeah. Um, the rest of my list here is uh, I had one more style thing. If if you follow me on Instagram, then you may have seen me do like a big like you know kind of like female winter fall weather uh, fashion dump that I was uh, that I was feeling a couple of weeks ago. And as I was posting those, I, I noticed that I had many trench coats saved. Now this okay. is all on women, and uh, but but that somebody called it out. They mentioned it. It's on a GQ list that I've seen since then. But that's all the, the like very classic looking kind of khaki. Mm-hmm. old school like gumshoe style like you see it on tumblr like everywhere trench coat but obviously what? updated for for a more modern look and fit are we more as as men are we more used to seeing women in a silhouette of a trench coat so it seems a little more natural than one of us tossing it on and, and having essentially like a so open dress i would say that over the last three years we could even probably go go no i'm gonna stick with three i'll stick with three years here the ri- the rise of like fleece jackets and gorbcore and menswear mm-hmm. essentially like killed very forward guys wearing longer coats. Yeah. Yeah. And so we haven't seen it for a yeah. while. Yeah. And then the pandemic like erased like this like idea of like uh, of having a long nice coat. I out would say we're seeing on, like, shorter coats on like a now. cold day. We're seeing waist level coats right. that are cinched down there and baggier and like b- bigger yep. as opposed to the stuff that's covering everything. And so the the long coat for men has just like not been it has just not been what we've what we've seen in street style or or uh or wherever else like on guys that we that we follow and and look to for fashion inspiration. So I that that's the big difference. I think that's 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 stuck a little bit more with women's fashion over the last few years. And so it's it's natural I think for them to go kind of go back to it first. There's got to be a Derek guy thread on this, right? Probably. There's yeah. got to be. Yeah. There's got to be. I feel bad for him now. <laughs> I feel bad for him. He's he's a, he's a victim of the algorithm. Uh I don't because <laughs> here's why. Because I was like God, like this is this algorithm is absolutely insane. How is it doing this? And then I went to his Instagram page, and he is tweeting like once every thirty minutes. Yeah, see, I don't do that. And that is when I lost the. Uh, Some, that's when I threw the compassion out the window because I was like, okay, well now you're leaning into it. No, and I just think volume, it's hilarious. Volume shooting. I think it's kind of hilarious that like he gets shit for being yeah. an algorithm baby because it's not his fault. Uh, he does tweet a lot, and that does yeah, suit him. Yeah. Uh, also, I also think I, shouts to Derek if you want to come on the podcast, please do. Yeah. But I just don't feel bad for you for 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 the the heat that you're taking right now because you are tweeting like 80 times a day. I also I also think that uh, the whole thing about him being part of the algorithm, I think it completely diminishes part of what he does, which is he treats Twitter like it is a constantly updated blog, yeah. like a website. Yes. yes. And when he does his tweet threads, it's not like he's not writing a tweet thread; he's writing a column and putting it in tweet thread form. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel bad that people just write him off like that and be like oh he's only doing this because the algorithm if i'm him i'm like fuck you no i'm not but he seems to be way nicer than me he, yeah. and just be like yeah no it's kind of I, I feel kind of bad whatever um the uh the other one here i've got an in and an out 
uh, you know, a correspondence okay. here. Okay. okay. In intimate shows. Okay. Out massive stadium tours. You're just saying that because you don't have tickets to Taylor's. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I will report back on this but, because I did go to the Bob Weir show this this week, which I would say is intimate, like yes. 3,000 people. Yeah. No, and then I'm going to the counts. Dead That's show. That's about as big as, it, as I would say intimate gets, but that venue counts. I, and then I'm going to the stadium show. So we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know which one I liked more after because it's going to be hard to beat night two. There, there have been there, there have been like uh, uh, some shows recently in Austin that will be at places like uh, Arlen Studios. Mm-hmm. Where you're like literally going to a studio to yeah. watch the show. And I just find that, I think here's what happened. We, I, don't get me wrong. I want to go to the Taylor Swift just as badly as everybody else does. But I started thinking about actually going to concerts and really trying to gauge how much enjoyment I get out of going to a concert. And I think like the act of going to an event is what I like. The concert, meh. Yeah. It's okay. I get it. Do you know what I mean? I get it. But like, there, does, do 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 like in Bob Weir the Grateful Dead thing? I think it's a totally different thing because it's such an it, the, those types of shows can be such immersive experiences. But like just going to a concert at Stubbs, for example, mm-hmm. which is which is not I would not call that one an intimate venue because it's like seventeen thousand people just in a narrow row pushed all the way back. <laughs> but like, is there enjoyment in being four hundred feet from the stage? And like waiting in line for drinks and being in an uncomfortable. I think the, like, I think this is I, I think this is an age thing too because maybe, the yeah. older I get, the less excited I am to go to a concert. Like yeah. seeing seeing an, an artist that I praised in person when I was in high school or like early college, whenever it was such a different excitement, palpable excitement that I had when I would go to a show if it was Blink One Eighty Two or my mom would take me to Simon and Garfunkel stuff like that. But these are shows where I'm really far away. Uh, when we went to the, the Rolling Stones, it was like, you know what? I'm glad that I got to check off seeing the Rolling Stones in life. But I'm also going to try to anticipate when the encore is going to happen so I can sprint out of here. Because yeah. I don't feel like dealing with this anymore and the show is not cool enough for me to want to stick around. Yeah. And I, I just with, – with the ticket master of it all, I'm just – I'm – Oh, I think what I'm finding myself leaning towards is looking for those intimate experiences mm-hmm. and being really willing to spend my money on them rather than like getting gouged for $350 so that I can go to Blink-182. Like that's that's exactly why I love going to ACL Moody Theater yeah. in downtown Austin. It's a legendary place. If you ever have watched ACL live on PBS, that's exactly where they're doing it from. Um, and, and that's really my number one venue. If I, if I feel like seeing someone or if I feel like going to a concert, that's always the first place I go look and see if they're going to play. And luckily for me, I, my music taste is skewing older and older as I get older and older. So a lot of those, you know, older acts that I want to see are going there, but just the, 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 the layout of everything makes it so much more doable for me. And I think that's, I think that's a good one. I think that's a good one. Last thing on my list, Will, and and you can tell that my list is very personal, and uh, all of these things are reflections of of uh, of the of how the algorithm sees and, and perceives me and and what it's giving me. I don't know if you, so I don't know if you're coming across this, but all day long right now, I am seeing stuff that is basically treating alcohol like it is a type three narcotic. Uh, yeah, it is. All sorts of reels and TikToks where you can see that the headline are like five reasons why you should stop drinking alcohol and wine. Three three myths about the alcohol industry that they don't want you to know. It's it's and it's, they gave people a sober January inch and they they're taking a mile. And I, I am I'm so not here for it. And like it, it, some people that that maybe have bought in this are like, 
the fact that you're even saying that means that you probably have a problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, yep, yep. but here, here's my rebuttal. This is exactly the way that people treated pot for like 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're going to, if we're going to condemn alcohol now, then I'm going to start going back to being like, yeah, well, weed's a gateway. Drug. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, you, you're, <laughs> you're, you're smoking that reefer. Let's make people You're going to lose bad. your mind. And the next thing you know, you're going to be down on skid row dying and overdosing of heroin because that's what that's what marijuana does i don't care i just what 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 is up with the attack on on things that people enjoy i feel like i feel like i did a i recently did a segment on scaries where i kind of talked about uh the like the ripple effects of people that do sober january and how it statistically speaking they do drink less throughout the year and that's fine I'm that's totally, perfect. I'm totally cool with anybody that wants to be sober or yeah. d- or decides like, that alcohol is not for them but like this this it doesn't need to be a, it doesn't need to be black and white the, right the I, lo- I actually love i love the, the emergence of these brands that are doing the lower abv uh sure. alcohols yeah i don't want to pay the same price at a restaurant for that just because I, i'm i'm a more curmudgeon to, yeah. yeah yeah but i i do like the idea of it i like the idea of being able to go somewhere and not like worrying that if i have two of these and they're like suspiciously strong not suspiciously they're curiously strong like an altoid um that I might like, I'm going to be worried to drive home. I would love to go somewhere and be like, you know what? I'm just going to get two of these uh, low ABV guys and know that I'm totally fine to uh, go to, about my day. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, on my out list, uh, I'm just going to b- quickly breeze through these unless you want to stop me. Um, Range Rovers on social media that aren't yours. I'm over it. Gallery walls. Can we, can we, are we throwing, are we throwing G wagons in there? G wagons can also go in there. What about vintage Porsches? Uh, I do, the I, line d- there? I do like me a Porsche. Okay, yeah. I do like me a Porsche, but part of the reason I don't want to stop seeing those is because I kind of just am constantly interested in that. <laughs> uh, but like, come on, not every, not, if you're every single car on social media is a, a Range Rover or a G wagon. Yeah. At this I, point. No, and, and, we need a new it car. Right. We need a new it car. I still think they're cool and, and iconic. I still think they're totally iconic. Yeah. But, you're not changing the world by posting a photo of vintage Land Rover or Range Rover. Here, here. Um, uh, unusable living spaces, i.e. the things that you see on mood boards that are just a designer chair, a rug, <laughs> and like a really uncomfortable bed in the corner. Like, I, I, Stop fetishizing these. This is not cool. This is like really uncomfortable and not good for design overall. Um, we have overproduced reels. I think the the best content online is the content that takes the least amount of effort. Uh, that is a something that someone who we used to work with says, and I, I wholeheartedly buy into that. Uh, and then I also have fetishizing dead celebrities on your mood board. It's always Kennedy. It's always Princess Diana. Mm. I think there's a way we can pay tribute to them without just constantly posting their old photos. Of them. Yeah. It's just a little. It's a little weird to me at this point, and I, I've just gotten a little weird about it lately. And I also think I have a, a thorn in my side because we got popped one time for using a. Uh, a Princess Diana photo we weren't supposed to use, but it's kind of the bad boy's lifestyle I like to live, you know? <laughs> I wish I knew which one it was. I think she was in a in a barber coat. Okay. But oh, what a what a ride yeah. in an outlist can get come and turn into. Yeah, the 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 last thing that I'll add to your outlist um about the content. Uh I I need some help with TikToks and Reels, man. I do not know how people are getting at the lighting that they get. I don't know what I, you know, I've got a ring light. I don't think it's doing, uh, I don't think it's doing the job. I did a little, I, I've got the, I've got the meat uh, to make like a get ready with me mm-hmm. for a, mm-hmm. a, uh, a GR, a GRWM as, as they uh, are titled on, on TikTok and Reels. 
Have you seen? You've seen that, right? Yeah, I, I guess you just. I just realized what it stood for. Get ready. Like I just, my brain just pieced all that together at once, and yeah. it was like, yeah. oh, that this all makes sense now. So I did one. I filmed one, trying on a few things to get ready for our our, our party this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. Didn't work. I'm gonna try to put something together. Let's go, and I'm gonna post it. But I'm just telling you right now that it's it's gonna be. Shitty. People are clamoring for uh, more more fits on uh, the retail therapy Instagram page well, at retail you, you, You'll see the fit. You'll see the the fits. But um, well, it, we also it, a, in any pros out there, any young people that know what they're doing. I need I need the I need the light secret. And somebody and I'd if like it's to natural light. Then I'm I'm just shit out of luck. Someone I'd love to have on this podcast one day just did a tutorial on all the stuff, all the equipment she uses in order to influence. And I thought it was pretty interesting because I always assume people just especially. Like younger people, I always assume they just went straight phone and they just knew how to use it better than me. Mm. Uh, Kit Keenan from Bachelor yeah, fame, yeah, she's yeah. really put the Bachelor in her rear view and just started fully influencing. <laughs> but she wants to be like the new Martha Stewart. She does a lot of food content. Right, she right. actually does pretty high quality content, I'll say. Uh, but she put it out there and yeah, she's using a normal camera. Okay. That's another thing I had on here. Uh, digital cameras with Wi-Fi. I think those are going to be, I think we're going to be seeing these everywhere. So people can immediately transfer the photo to their phone, edit it. Boom. I'm on Instagram with like an old thing. I've seen uh, I've seen people using them out, and I've also but I recently aren't, aren't these cameras basically as good as a digital camera? Are you do you mean like a full on like DLSR? No, I think I mean like an older digital camera that has Wi Fi on it. Okay, like a shitty digital so camera. worse camera it, exactly a worse camera than what your iPhone has. Okay. It's, you're trying to get that vintagey that, feel, which okay. at this point somehow means a digital camera from the from the 2000s. from yeah. 2014. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's all I got, Barrett. I'm 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 exhausted on I the uh, in and out. I yeah, I we think did it again. I think we're tapped, man. All right. Well, uh, today we've still got a couple things, but today I want to also talk about our friends over at Squarespace. I am head over heels in love with our friends over at Squarespace. Squarespace is uh, one of the things that I can attribute to me being able to be a full time content creator these days. They're an all in one platform for building your brand and growing your business online, and you can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience and just sell anything, your products, the content you create, even your time. When I first started Sunday Scaries, which obviously now is the home of retail therapy, uh, I started on Squarespace. I had no clue how to build a website. I had no clue how to sell anything online. I had no clue how to do anything when it came to web design in general. Uh, outside of a little graphic design, but I didn't even have to use those skills because they make it so easy. They make it easy to blog. They make it easy to sell. They make it easy to communicate with your customers through an email list. There are so many different features that can help you grow your business, grow your following, grow whatever, grow your bottom line. Head to squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code scaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that is squarespace.com slash scaries. And you can use scaries for 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Can we talk spring summer quick, Billy, before we get out of here, Barrett? Sure, sure. A lot of times when we do listener questions and stuff, people are always looking to the season ahead. Uh, we're going to try to nip that right now. And Barrett uh, has gotten a couple articles uh, hand-selected that might indicate where we need to go this spring summer. Yeah. I, you know, I went to this I went to this source. Sometimes it's just easy to... Uh... To queue up a little GQ. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what's fun is diving into British GQ. This is something that I kind of <laughs> forgot you could do. Like, I kind of forgot they were different. And I used to yeah. do this way more than I did now. And I was very happy to see you doing this. Yeah. They, they, they often have, like, I think, more 
actual fashion content correct in those publications on the website they do uh, on their youtube page they suspiciously just don't post anything okay anymore. they post about one video every three months but so you know if you're googling around if you're searching for uh for you know just maybe a guide maybe to to, to get the wheels turning on some spring 2023 trends uh USA GQ has nothing. It just has like a big, like a few, like, like full year trends. British GQ is where they've, um, you know, they've dissected, started to dissect some of the, the actual spring ones, some of which are, um, really wacky. And I, I, you know, I'm not sure bear much mentioning like galactic metallics, just looking like you're coming out of the future and like a full on like shiny silver spacesuit. Uh, I have seen this places. I've not really seen this. I've seen this in the celebrity spaces that you look at from yeah. afar. I have not seen this in person uh, so much, but it's not something that I, I really want to hone in on myself. <laughs> Others like the tie is alive and well. I'm just not quite buying yet. That I, feels like a reach. Like people, just because people are putting it down a runway does not mean that uh, the normies out here uh, are going to start wearing ties again. No. You no, know. no. If I if I'm wearing a tie to anything but a wedding or a funeral, then uh, I have given up and gotten too good of a job somewhere else. And I'm um, not working for myself but now, anymore. now, now, here's one that I like. Here's one that I wanted to mention, just as we start to think about some things that we might put into our own wardrobes uh, as as we get into the warmer one, more warmer months. The color purple, mm. purple, lilac, mm. mauve, juniper. Um, the uh, the pants that I put on my wish list last week. They had a little violet hue. I have to say, uh, I was doing some graphic design for that episode, and when I did the color selection tool and I clicked on those <laughs> pants, the color that I got back, the color that I got back was something that made me tickled. Yeah. I was so happy the, when that happened. The uh, you know the the the, the skirt that uh, that Laura had for for our mm -hmm. our be our beach shoot. Mm -hmm. Beautiful lilac color. Beautiful uh, lavender. So, it's, so is I'm, it lighter purples or like are we are we okay with merlots, your burgundies, your like so those? I think they're I they, they lean I, I think you you got lights and and darks but I think they're I, what I'm getting is that they're a little bit more into like the violet range okay, okay. than like the burgundy range okay okay yeah because yeah. I do like a darker one I've I've been using it as a as a complimentary color for the retail therapy podcast for a little bit now but I think it, I think there are some you know like uh, there are some in betweens where those wine colors like do drift mm -hmm. kind of magenta and have that purple mm -hmm. a little bit more of the purple than the red. I'm in on the purple. I like it. I like it. And didn't it wasn't purple always a thing that was supposed to represent royalty? Isn't that why there's so many things out there that are purple? Isn't yeah. that why like the yeah. Crown Royale bag is purple? Like it's just one of those it was like the Emperor's New Groove or some shit. Yeah. I so my mom, her favorite color is purple. Uh-huh. And Old, like older people have this. Like I remember a lot of teachers in school, like their favorite well, color was purple. Well, my mom was a teacher in school. There you go. So like, dude, so, I remember yeah. like teachers always love purple. But I, one of the things that I was having this conversation with somebody uh, just this past weekend, it's like people that like purple, it is like part of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like if your favorite color is like blue, yep. like it's probably not something you think about. Dude, if our, your favorite color is purple, you wear that shit on your sleeve. You our, know what I mean? Our crossing guard, <laughs> our crossing guard in elementary school, I never saw her wearing anything but purple. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing but purple. Always purple. Shouts to Hank's wife on Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh um, my God. I forgot she was obsessed with purple. How, how short are you willing to go with shorts this summer? I though? am willing to go shorter than most. Yeah. I think I'm willing to go shorter than most. Uh, am I willing to go this short? Uh, honestly? I might be. Yeah. I might be. Like, yeah. I don't mind having my thighs out. I don't mind having my, my bottom half uh, out there. This is short, though. I'll tell you what. 
Things that I did not have on my bingo card in uh, in 2017 were chubbies being way ahead of the trend. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, because I, a lot of times, like, I think like the whole the whole connotation around chubbies kind of um, took over the the short shorts. Right. Like, yeah. every it, yeah. it commandeered the the vibe of that. Yeah, it, it took it from "Call Me by Your Name" and just like was like, "No, nah, we are drinking beers." Right. Yeah. 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 We're not we're not taking hikes together uh, and and eating jammy eggs for breakfast we're drinking beers now i know you love this one we've got we've got something here uh titled summer stripes 2.0 i haven't read the whole thing but i can tell you that the talented mr ripley gets name checked there you go there you go i mean i think that the the things that are being shown on here which is kind of this is there a name for the shirt that's kind of sweater material that's like a short sleeve thing yeah, it's, like I, a, it's like it's like a knit or banded polo yeah that's what i wore to our party the other yes, day you did. You and did. like i it's all i i, I like these yeah. I, I don't know why I, i'm not in love with them I, i'm in like with them uh i think that they are very comfortable to wear i think that they are kind of flattering sometimes and they're just kind of a comfortable way to have short sleeves i'm in on this style shirt stripes scare me but i do think that the the all black wardrobe that i wore throughout the uh pandemic and lockdown i think that's behind me and so i think i'm willing to just rock some stripes at this point yeah what else stands out to you on this list will anything else i don't know i mean the western wear is is what it is uh leather is going it's it's i do feel like leather's everywhere you did were you wearing vegan leather pants on the other night uh news update for you those were real leather wow wow Well, I, I recently made a, a a very large purchase, the largest purchase I've ever made in my entire life. Mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. something that I wear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Funny how uh, that works. What's up? Funny how that works. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of tacked on a splurge of my own to I, that. I, that is a wonderful <laughs> move. That is. So you did. Damn it. You did what I should have done. What, oh, yeah. yeah. I should. What, I should have gotten that fucking used Rolex when I when I. That, yeah, no, I'd already, I'd already mentally spent the money. I, I, I wasn't purchasing from the same store, obviously. But See, I, I could have slid it under the radar. Yeah, no one could, would have ever had any idea, yeah, except when yeah. Sally's like, "What? Do you have a vintage Rolex on? Where'd this come from?" <laughs> um, but that's that. That's how that happened. I, I I had a nice opportunity to to get them at a price that that made sense for me, and um and I did it, and I and they're they're pretty sweet. The last one that I'll mention is the dopamine hits one that they have here yeah, at the bottom yeah. here um it's it's just color a lot of color a lot of color uh, i don't think that this is something that i i want to see on myself a lot but i do think i like having the door open to have a super colorful outfit sometime when you go out yeah. and i will say if i'm at a bar if i'm at a restaurant and i'm surrounded by a bunch of people that are kind of dressed with these huge pops of color with the gradients with like your your tie-dyed you know, elder statesman sweaters, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, I do think it's really cool and I do think it's nice to be around. It kind of has the LA vibe, kind of has the SoCal, like everything. I like it. I do like it. I just don't, I get worried pulling it off myself, but I do overall very much like that. Yeah. I, this is going to be the lamest hedge of all time. But like, I, when I was thinking about my in and out list, like, I did consider putting like black is the new black mm-hmm. on my in because I mean, I, I'm, I'm wearing literally all black today. So, um, because, you know, I, I feel like we've been in a in several seasons of like tie dye and all that type of stuff. I, you know, I feel like we have but, too, but I feel like it, I feel like the people that have been wearing that haven't been people that. Uh, I feel like those are people that 
care about style, whereas now we're just going to be seeing a lot more of that color with people who don't care about when, how they And a lot out. of what this is, even though they, they a couple of the examples they're showing are tie-dye, is just like these louder, really, you know, like super saturated brights. And so uh, the hedge here is that just like, I just think that there's like, there's, you know... <laughs> We're, we're uh, this episode is all about in-betweens, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you need both. Mm -hmm. You there there are moments where you really want to have fun with some loud color and it's it, like you said it's exciting that that now is an opportunity to do so, but it's like what do I keep coming back to? It's like black and earth tones. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so do, like that's just like let's not forget that that, that is what generally what works. I live people. in the earth tones. Yeah. Like I that's 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 just where I've been lately. Um, yeah. Okay. Last thing I'm going to pull one from the, the 2023 U just trends list on USA here in okay. GQ to ask you about one. You back in on flip-flops? No, <laughs> no. They're, I think in general, I think flip-flops, uh, I think they get a really bad rap. And, and the more that I see people disparaging them, the more that I feel my tide turning towards disparaging them as well. But I also think they do have a place in the world. But I just, uh, much like me talking about the shoes earlier. That yeah, have the tabbies. The, yes, the mm -hmm. tabbies. There's just, right now, I'm in the mode of not wanting anything between my toes. Yeah. And if I can have a pair of, you know, strappy sandals instead of some flip-flops, I would much rather do that. If I can just have some some... The Birkenstock Bostons that someone put on their out list at the party. Um, if I can have those on without socks in a casual situation, I'd just rather have that. I just don't need a pair of flip flops. But I do. I don't. I don't think that if you're wearing flip flops to a pool, I'm not going to judge you. It's a pool. Well, I'm not. It's nobody's judging you for wearing flip flops. To but the pool. some people hate no, yeah, flip flops. Yeah, but some people not, hate them. That's not where it's a faux pas, though. Nobody's it's a saying faux pas that, when you're wearing them with pants. Nobody is saying you can't wear flip flops to the pool. Or the I beach. know, but people are just so judgy about flip flops these days. Yeah. I think they've it's become toxic. Yeah. <laughs> here's what here's what I'll say about this. the 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 title here is called "Fuck You Flip Flops." Like they're like they're like they're they're ostentatious. They're not just your classic you know leather rainbows or whatever. The ones that they are highlighting here. And here's the caption. Your slides had a great run. Flip-flops, the final frontier, and so bad it's good fashion are really, truly cool again. And I'm going to relate this to something that I saw in an email from um, from uh, Blackbird Spy Plane this okay. morning. Do you do you get their no their newsletter? It's it's a it's one of the the, the you've referenced them before. Yeah, and it, it's one of the more popular like menswear newsletters i'm surprised i'm not i think i almost tried to subscribe to this and maybe it didn't i do not work. subscribe i just get the free newsletter yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what i mean that's what i yeah uh it is and also speaking of chubbies it is written in such a distinct voice that like i, I i'm not sure what the legs are on it yeah because eventually that like the the kind of eventually the shtick becomes almost grating yeah in a way anyway the, the point I was going to make is their big proclamation in the newsletter today was that double rider leather moto jackets are deader than dead. Like they don't look good. They are and they are bad and you should not wear them. And they are removing them from the cycle of fashion. They're just done. They're just done, done. I, I not, mean, not that they were hot when Eddie Slimane was at St. Laurent and now they're not eight years later or 10 years later. But that they are done, done. They are. They've already looked as good as they were going to look, and they should. And you will never look cool in one ever again. I'm just imagining. And so, <laughs> I'm imagining ahead. Tori from Saved by the Bell right now, just being like, "What the fuck? 
Well, they, they, they even say that like the last time that they genuinely looked cool was 20 years ago. And then like in the, a little bit in the 80s and the 90s. So <laughs> yeah, Tori Scott was her name on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> she crushed hers. My, my point here is that obviously fashion columnists and fashion podcasters and fashion writers, like we, they get to a point and we get to a point where we need to make a saucy Mm -hmm. declaration mm -hmm. and both of these things double rider leather jackets being forever dead and never cool again and awful all for all the rest of time is one and flip-flops being back and quote really truly cool again is also one mm -hmm. neither of these things is true they are just they they are they're in the they office they're they in the make, office they at make a table. for for divisive headlines <laughs> and that's and that's why they get written and i and i i hate that because it's just like it, it it feels very transparent to me. They see like, the list. No, they, they see the list and the editor's like, can we spice this up a bit? Yeah. What about flip-flops? <laughs> Everyone right? hates flip-flops. Yes. And Let's that's why flip-flops. That's why here. they get included. So no, flip-flops are not really truly cool again. People, and also double rider leather jackets, they will come back. People are sitting in their places of work, their homes, maybe their cars on the way home from work, and they're like, "Yeah, Will did this with oysters and dirty martinis." So, Will's not allowed to talk here because he's calling the he's he's pot calling the kettle black. Uh, look, the, okay, the, the well, ripple effects from you, that have you, been vast. You've you've stumped me there because like, and I did use a we in there while I was on my on my diatribe. Yeah, we we have done this before too. We've we've you know made some declarations that we know will will spice things up a bit, but. The thing about the in and out list is that those are things that we can inherit that we can inherently put back on the other side of the table. Oh yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a beautiful day. Like I, so I can't wait to go back to my in and out list from 2022 and just get excited about stuff again. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I think that I, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm not lumping you into the same into the same category. I should be. You. I'm trash. I'm media trash because. The <laughs> Because I don't think either one of those. I don't think putting martinis or oysters on a on an outlist on an end of your outlist is nearly as like eye rolly splashy as, as putting GQ as, as saying flip flops are are cool again and leather jackets the type of the the double rider moto style are uh, forever gone. You're absolutely correct about this. <laughs> 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 absolutely correct. This is how they operate. Um, should we get to our wish list? Let's do it. Barrett, I've got some bad news for you. I don't have a specific item this week. Okay. Not only do I not have a specific item this week, I'm going to force you to help me in the future with what I'm going to have on my wish list. Okay. Okay. Right. okay? Yep. So can I set the scene for yes, you? Yes, set the scene. Okay. Um, I am going to a wedding. I'm going to a wedding in Napa, California. Mm. This wedding is in the middle of June. It should be warm. Uh, and I need to do something uh, that I should have done a long time ago. I need to I need to uh, get an additional suit in my rotation so I don't wear the same green linen suit that I've been wearing for the past three years. So what I need, Barrett, is I'm going to need you at some point in the near future to help direct me in, to a place where I can go to this wedding and feel like, you know what? Yeah. This is my new suit and I love it. I, you, I need a new suit. You you are – so you're 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 – You've got a little bit of time, but not a ton. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Which, which, which does somewhat limit your options. Um, I am having to think about a similar journey for a new tuxedo for a wedding okay. where I'll, you okay. know, where I'll be wearing one. Um, 
And I was, I started thinking about this last night, actually, I was doing a little Googling and I was a little stumped myself. And this is a super, super common question. And your the green suit that you mentioned is suit supply, right? Mm-hmm. That's long, 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 long been my like my easy, easy recommendation. That's and that's what I've been. That's but, that's kind of what I've been doing. But they've they've kind of strayed away from the style of that suit a little bit. Okay. Well, it's what, what, like, what, what were you going to say? I, I I almost feel like the stuff that I was looking at was. I mean, I think I just might need to go in if I was going to do something from there. But everything seems a little more uh, like aggressively tailored. Yes. And that's, and honestly, what that is, it's really just your eyes changing. They, yeah. they have not followed yeah. the loosening of the silhouettes. And that's yeah. exactly what I found. I want when a I cool scrolling. suit. I want a suit that like, I, I want a suit that I don't, uh, I want people to be like, oh, he, he got a different suit. Yeah. He didn't yeah. just go to the exact same place that everyone else went. Yeah. And oh, that's the, a little different. The, I like the, that. The suit supply stuff right now is looking still like ultra Italian and yeah. ultra tailored yeah. and very slim. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I want. And that's, and that's the thing I've, I've directed so many people there and I've gone, I've yeah. gone there, I've given them my business and I do stand behind the stuff that I've gotten from there. But I just think for what I need here, I think I gotta, I think I gotta branch out and yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. Well, we'll, we'll keep this conversation going okay. uh, as, as the months go by and as, as we figure out solutions for, for both you and, and for me. Um, so I, I've got, I'm going to drop an imminent cop on you. It's Let's literally go. a purchase. I, it's literally a purchase I made today. Um, I've, I've briefly mentioned, um, some, some international travel that I'm going to do. Uh, and I do not sleep on flights well, and I am desperately trying to, uh, to find solutions. So today I bought the, uh, I bought like the ultimate travelers pack, the frequent flyer pack or whatever it's called from mm-hmm. a brand that I believe is pronounced turtle. It's TRTL, travel, and they, they, you know, there's all sorts of people are constantly trying to innovate on the, the neckwear that it will allow you to sleep, and this, like, little, like, prop on your neck that rests on your shoulder and then wraps like a scarf you is, my attention. Is, is what looks like it could be a possible solution to at least find some comfort in economy. Interesting. On a very, very long flight. Interesting. Because it says that it will eliminate the head bobbing, which is like what, you know, though that's the worst part of like trying to fall asleep on an airplane is that inev- inevitably like you're even if even if you're in like a, a U-neck pillow, right? Like you're gonna fall forward mm-hmm. a little bit or mm-hmm. you're so we'll see. I, it it's come with it the pack that I got comes with like a cool blanket and like some travel bags as well. So um I, you know, I could be endorsing Turtle pretty soon here, but uh, but but that that is that is okay. a purchase that I made, and and I'm I'm curious to hear if anybody has tried this. But I feel you know, it seems like something that that people should know about is 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 cool travel stuff. I always like whenever I do that, I always like fall asleep on a plane. My head just starts going forward, and then you whip whip it back. Yeah, and then you start going forward, whip it back. It's the worst. It's nothing's worse than not being able to break that that yes. cycle. Yes. Yeah. And you get tired and you're groggy and you can't stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's the, awful. The other thing that I'll drop on you here, um, I guess we can call it a wish list item, but it's it's more of just like a like a public service announcement. Okay. I was gonna wait until I had secured a pair of these before I, I dropped this this wee bit of knowledge. There is an Adidas silhouette called the Gazelle Indoor sneaker. Mm-hmm. Come, 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 come. And it has the toe box that the Gucci gazelles use. Oh, that's the big. That's like the 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 biggest. Like obviously the colorways are are unique to the to the to the Gucci collaboration. But that's like the big thing that I always noticed about the Gucci ones is it's got this like more forward toe box that doesn't have the little like 
the 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 little split seam piece of leather that goes straight down the toe. It's got this little like the, it's it's more of like almost like a horseshoe that kind of comes out and creates this little toe this little uh, toe guard. Yeah, and the the because that's that's where they got it is they pulled it off of the gazelle indoor. Okay, and there are some very interesting colorways of these floating around. Um, I have honestly one of the reasons why I haven't pulled trig yet is because I can't tell if they're women's or men's. Every site has them listed differently, and uh, as you've recently experienced, this can be a this can be a uh, a you know a bit of a predicament. It's a it's it's a big predicament, <laughs> yeah. Barrett. It's a big predicament. It's not ideal. No, but I like this. I there's been a lot of a uh, lot of hovering of the mouse over some Adidas shoes for me lately. Um, I'm not looking to get anything crazy, but I just am looking to get a pair of sneakers that I can rebeat up going so, into summer. And uh, yeah, yeah, and I I've been I've had a pair of gray and red gazelle just regular gazelles in my closet for the last decade and they were they were pretty dormant over the last few years and I, i've been wearing them um like once a week for the last couple of months mm -hmm. so I, I i do think that you know obviously we we've all seen the the samba mania but i i think this kind of like the the more basic the you know lad core part two basically is is kind of some of these other classic adidas sneakers Campus Gazelle mm -hmm. and Samba, obviously, kind of like being 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 hot shoes again. They're all similar. Yeah, they are. They're very, all similar. They're all so similar, it kind of comes. It's for a lot of people. If you're not super particular about the shoe, it comes down to just what color scheme you like the most. Yeah, and it might be really easy to find something you really like. No one's even going to know. They'll never know. But those are my ads. I'm into it. I'm sorry that mine was a little too ambiguous today, but it's something that I needed to put on on the radar and something I'm hoping that someone might reach out and be like, dude. This site, they're, they're great. You don't sleep on this. Blah, well, blah, blah. Uh, one more thing. It's podcast relative. So Let's I, go. I, I got to tell you. I got to show you. Uh, I, I, you can link <laughs> these. I just opened an email from uh, from a little shop in, in Chicago that I like to pay attention to called Notre. Mm -hmm. Margella, the, uh, the main purveyor and provider of the tabby shoes. Just drop these bad boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get those out of here. Why? What? It is a full... Chunky leather sold dress shoe tabby. We're not doing that. Like, these like look like some Crockett and Jones or some uh, some churches, but with a tabby toe. Are they marketing this to you because they know that you have a wedding and you need to get dressed they, for? They must. They must. Can you imagine <laughs> me walking down the aisle in these? No, I don't walk down the aisle. If that's, you, that's the that's the other party. Can you imagine me standing up at the front? No, and, and if you things? do, I'm going to be throwing coins at your feet all night <laughs> trying to get one to stick. It's gonna be you're gonna be like a good like you're gonna be like a, a wishing pond. Yeah. I'm just gonna be throwing pennies at your feet. I think I think eleven hundred dollars is more than the budget for my my footwear choice here. But uh, but you know we can get you some. Maybe we can just get you some knockoff dress shoes from like Men's Warehouse or and something, then and like then we'll cut, cut the yeah, scene. Cut, yeah, yeah, we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah. We can get someone to do that. All right, all right, Barrett. It's been fun. Uh, I got some bad news for the people out there. It's gonna be a little bit before you hear from Barrett and I. Uh, Barrett is taking the trip that he just referenced, uh, and so we're not gonna be in the studio for a little bit. Might be a couple weeks. Might be a couple weeks. Yeah, that's okay though. That's okay though. We have we've we've had a nice little run here for uh, the last uh, couple months, so I'm not too worried about it. But uh, do you have any parting words, Barrett? That's it, man. Um, Instagram at Barrett Dudley. I'll try to keep up uh, everybody updated on the travels. Hopefully, I'll see some cool cool stuff that uh, that listeners might be interested in seeing as well. And we've got a bunch of uh, photos coming through from the party the other night. Yes. Uh, we're going to toss those up and uh, make sure that uh, maybe maybe you'll feel like you were there. It was a good time, and uh, yeah. Without further ado, I think we need to get out of here. Adios.